Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Morning all, welcome to another Sunday Q&A, spring is here and we're back in the shed breeze, so um, that's all good, uh, yeah, it's getting warm out there, very nice, lovely, uh, right, firstly, well done Mo, anyone who's been following the child, she's been on that um, interior design masters with Alan Carr, um, it was week four this week, it was shops week, put her head on the block and went, yeah, I'm going to go and do the uh, design and bless her, she got kicked out. Now, we love her, we're very proud of her, and we still think her shop was the best. But um, what do these experienced interior designer people know? But um, it's been a hell of a ride, and um, she's got she's learnt an awful lot, and she's got to meet some very interesting people, and she's still out there. She's still, I'll do you a link if anyone's interested to the, um, where's the link? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, to like the website and the the, the questions and Q and A so on. So if you're interested, it's still out there. But well done, child, for um, getting as far as she did. So what we did this week is the CX a backbone site because it kind of was created as a backbone site. The idea being, you've got your own customers, you go out there, you deliver your own customer stuff, and then you've got to bring it back. You or you're coming back empty, rather than coming back empty, it's a way of getting other shippers together to go, well, I've got something going that way anyway, if you want to do it for cheap. That's kind of the idea, but is it? So we, we had a little discussion about it and came to the conclusion that, well, I don't know if it really is. So, um, so Tony Mason says, I agree with you there, Pete. You get, you get, you can get decent money on the hoardage exchange. Big boys need their jobs covered, and we'll pay it. And I think it's an interesting point because if you've got um, a guy that you work for all the time, and he always needs three lorries going every day, every day, every day, and then one day he says, "Oh, next week I've got a special order on. I need four lorries for the week, and then back to three. You're not going to go out and buy a truck and recruit a driver just for that one day. So you would turn around and somebody else go, "Look, I need a bit of help here." Um, you'll call someone in to do the job for you. And I think that's kind of what it is a lot of the time. It's always, obviously, you go with a plain vehicle, which is why we tend to have, like, you know, just plain blue curtains and all that kind of stuff, except for mine, it's a pallet line on the side of it. Um, and then you just go in as them, do it. And this, I often thought, would it be, a, if you actually had a removal truck, an empty removal truck, and you put the thing out, because surely, at some stage, some people, removal trucks break down. 
And you go, right, in a hurry, we can get the truck there, we can get men there. You charge them a premium for it, but I don't know if that would even work. But it was just an idea I had. But yes, no, I think you're right there, Tom. Um, Matthew Smith says, um, it's definitely not a backload site. I never get a job covered for less than a pound a mile for a medium wheelbase. It seems like people run a business of the CX now and charge full rate. Years ago, it was more for people trying not to run empty, but things have changed. So maybe Matthew's right. Maybe it was set up as a backload site, but now it's become more like an Uber type thing, you know? A uh, gold member says you can make, he, he's one of the guys who started, he had a little channel back in the day, and now I think he's doing all right on the shipping side of things. All power to you, mate. He says, um, if you can make £1,500 on a backload site in the Luton, then it's a good backload site. <laughs> he says, it's um, it's it's good for both to be um, fair. Well, I don't quite understand that. But, uh, yeah, so, no, he's right. I mean, I, if, so, I think, ultimately, it doesn't matter what you call it. You can call it a penguin site, if you like. But if you're making money on it, you're making money on it. And if you're not, you're not. In which case, you should go and do something else instead. And that is the bottom line. It's really, at the end of the day, it comes down to cash. Um, Barry Smith says, backload site, maybe not. But uh, a pound and a long wheelbase, you could not live on it. So you you have to get better price jobs um, with a dead January. Um, he basically goes on and he says... Um, Looking at a van on the run, not not doing it, making up with uh, Amazon and Hermes and Big Beardy doing the same. So, uh, question remains: up to your price, up your price or die. When I quote, I'm trying to get one pound ten plus that, and and I will have to do forty three thousand paid miles a year to make a li- to make a living wage. Um, well, at the end of the day, we've said this before. I'm going to put this on picture. Um, you quote what you want to quote. Uh, you can quote two pound a mile if you like. The amount, the higher your price, the less chance you have of winning jobs. But the lower your price, not always wins a job. And I don't tell people what to quote or how to go. On the subject of forty three thousand miles, when I started, um, simple uh, simple Brian turned around to me and he said, as a courier you should be looking to do between sixty and seventy thousand miles a year to make money. And I was doing that. And I was starting at five and working till five, six at night. Um, again, you work as hard as you want to. The, the harder you work, probably I imagine, you know, the, the more money you're going to make. But at the end of the, that's that's kind of, that's down to you guys. You quote what you want to quote, you work when you want to work. That's one of the advantages of the thing, you know. You're your own boss, aren't you? Uh, and Neptune Cookie Courier. Neptune Courier's got his own little channel out there. I had a quick look at it this morning. I don't get around to watch these things because I'm too busy making them. But I'll do a little link. So if anyone's interested, Neptune Courier, give him a like, give him a subscribe. Um, everyone loves a subscriber. Um, he says, hi, Pete. It's a tough topic. When I was studying for my, for my transport managers, we go through the RHA and the FTA, Road Haulage Association and Fleet Transport Association definitions. There are four parties. The principal, the person who owns the goods. The agent, the person who, now I would call him the customer. The agent, the person who acts on behalf of the principal and has the authority to arrange and sign the contracts. That I would call the shipper. The carrier, uh, this would be almost always the shippers on the CX. Oh, no, hang on a second. No, that's the, that's the carrier. The, the shippers on the CX. The subcontractor, that is you, my friend. Right, so the courier is the subcontractor. The shipper is the carrier. The principal is the customer. The agent, I don't know if we have agents, um, is presumably James Bond, and he's undercover, and that's why we don't know about him. Um, where was we? 
And the subcontract over you. Uh, it may seem that you are at the bottom of the pile, but no one makes any money unless the goods actually move. In CX term, the shipper is the agent or the, or, or, or the carrier, sometimes both. The subcontractor would be the person, I see, he's both, yeah. So it's not James Bond. So he's not undercover. Uh, the subcontractor would be the person who takes the goods. Although in some situations, the agent, the carrier and the subcontractor can be the same person company. Mainly though, not always, on the CX, the principal, the principal authorities as a, hang on, the principal authorities an agent who contracts a parry, who posts the loads, who's commonly picked up and QED, I'm pleased we got that. Uh, this means that backloads do not occur. Ah, a conclusion. Fantastic. It was like an equation I never even realised. Although it is commonly called this. I doubt the principal ever says, get the stuff moved if it suits the subcontractor. When I was a class two driver, we would ask the dispatcher, what are we, what are we backloading? It simply meant what we, um, what we took on board next. And sometimes, not always, did it, is it coming back to base? I would say, no, it's not a backload site. It's unfairly called this sometimes, and it may carry the stigma with it. Personally, 70% of my work comes off the CX. I, don't, I think even if you call it a backload site, I don't see why that has any stigma at all attached to it. I think you can call it a penguin site if you like. I don't care. I'm making money. That suits me fine. But thanks for the, the um, explanation. I, don't, I hope it came across okay. And like I say, the man's out there. Like and subscribe. Everyone loves a subscriber. Right. Long wheelbase versus Lutons. Steve Campbell. Hello, Steve. He says, my high cube, because it's to do with weight a lot of the time. My high cube transit smiley weighed in at 1870 kilos. That's light. With me and a tank of cherry. I had a fiberglass high top roof. Mind you, it's a long wheelbase now. Um, I had a single axle with six stud wheels rather than twin axles, and I was, it was still three and a half ton maximum gross weight. It also had less bodywork and chassis than it did when I left the factory. I don't know, well, don't know what he's done on that. But the point being, the lighter your van, the more you can carry. The more you can carry, the more jobs you can take. Um, well done, Steve. Uh, M4 Production said, a Sprinter van with a twin rear axle is limited to 60 miles per hour, so you can go out and work. You may be able to carry... Um, up to five tons, but but, it's, you know, the, but the thing is, M4, it may be able to carry up to five tons. You, I, so I used to run a post office van that was like a five ton, five and a half ton van with a tail if I was on the market, but you still need the operators. It doesn't really matter. I mean, my mate Tony, he was a fashion guy, and he bought, because we used to drive the LT35s, three and a half tons, and he bought an LT45 because it was cheap four and a half tons but he then had to go through the rigmarole of going and contacting Vosa and saying I will not be carrying more than three and a half tons in it and getting it downgraded and actually not having an operator's license so that he actually had to have it re-registered as a three and a half ton van then he filled it full of jeans Market traders, nefarious characters. Uh, but there you go, he was a nice guy. I liked Tony, he was lovely. Uh, right, um, going back a long way there. Richard Longmore says, much easier to tie stuff to the side of a Luton, and you can pull off a small removal easy in the Luton. The uh, longer you get to your destination, then... I don't understand that last bit. I keep getting confused. Uh, yes, that's a reasonable point too. If you're going to do the CX, but also you want to do other things on the side, like small removals or, you know, weekends and stuff like that, Lutons are very good for small removals because they're boxy, which means they're very handy for stacking things. A lot of the time, that Luton that goes over the cab is really good for misshapes. So if you've got, like, garden chairs, get them up there and get them out of the way, like, you know, um, in a long wheelbase because of the kind of the arch of it. You've got a wardrobe. 
It's not going to fit neatly against the wall. You've got sofas. You can't back them up against the wall. So Lutons are very, very good for um, small removals. Worth bearing in mind. Um, Shane Blackwood says, Ah, oh, Shane's in Sydney. Good day, Shane. Thanks for commenting, mate. Um, oh, just that went a bit, didn't it? Sorry. Um, here in Sydney, upgrading from a long wheelbase crafter to a six-planet Fuso with a tail lift. Uh... Getting a real business on the road after 20 years of van driving. Mate, I don't know what a Fuzu is, but I assume it's some kind of Lutony type van, I guess, if it's six planets. Uh, let me know, please. And thanks for watching. A long, long way away. Much appreciated. So, right, I did one on being polite. It was kind of comical. <laughs> the Nigel Havers thing, kind of comical. Like, you know. Johnny Van Carrier says, Hi, Pete. Couldn't agree with you more. I had one the other day from a shipper. Um, that's always, it says it's always booze, and they never say booze on the listing. Noted. I got to the warehouse, uh, there was a bloke in a long wheelbase, effing and jeffing about being there. Told me you'd been there for half an hour. I got the warehouse guy's attention and said, I'm really sorry, One and he said, I'm really sorry, one of our forklifts is down, would you be willing to handball it on? Mr. Long Wheelbase was effing and saying, I ain't lifting anything, I'm not doing that. He said, I asked him how much stuff, and he said 20 cases of lager. Well, that ain't a lot, is it? Bearing in mind, oh, I've got a video coming out. Oh, I've got a bank holiday special! It's, um, I basically taped everything last week. I've got a new camera, which I didn't use at all because it didn't come till the end of the week. But I'm going to be playing with that. And I've taped, so you're going to get a week on the haulage exchange. But I think I'm going to have to do it in two halves because of the amount of footage I've got at the moment. It's longer than Avengers Endgame. But, um... It's coming out. I've got to do it. So I basically, it's going to take me the weekend to do it. But I don't mind. I don't mind playing with the video thing. It's fun. I'm learning new things. It's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, 20 cases of lager. So I said, cool, no problem. Um, he bought it straight over and then even helped me. To Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success handballed it on so it's 10 cases of lager each wasn't going to take you two minutes um so i said cool no problems he put straight i handballed it over i was i was in i was out of there in 10 minutes flat nice to be nice home early would be nice but also it never happens because the big wells in the small van 
Cheers, JVC. Thanks, mate. Um, and for Godzilla says on this, finally on this one, he said, we all look, oh, because I said, I've got the comment that I, if you, watch, if you want to watch the video, it explains it, like the um, the Be Polite video. And it's to do with the fact that this, is that I once got a comment that I look like Nigel Havers. I look nothing like Nigel Havers. But, you know. um, Godzilla says, we all look like someone. As a kid, I was considered to look like Sylvester Stallone. Rambo, that's not bad. Uh, Mark Armand by others. I've got to say, there's not a lot of comparison between the two. Dark hair. That's about it. Um, it it's a, I learned that people could be could be nasty from a young age. I'm sure that I wouldn't worry too much. In fact, I mean, Mark Mark was not a bad looking guy. He's a little bit on the thin side, a bit sort of. Not, he's not the Rambo type. But neither of them are bad looking blokes. Uh, Nigel Havers, he said, there's a reason they don't subscribe to pros. They don't subscribe Prozac to Olden's anymore. That was the lady who told me. Um, I always thought you looked like the midway point between the merge of John Pertwee and Wurzel Gummidge. I'll take that. John Pertwee, I don't mind. He was Doctor Who, after all. And the Wurzel Gummidge thing, I completely get. Right, what are we doing now? Bristol. M4 Production says, lived in Bristol for uh, a few years back. Proper quiet around Bristol. Not many cities near it or on the way. Milton Keynes, Dunstable, Corby, Kettering area are probably the busiest places in the UK for lorry and van work, and I would agree with that. Uh, and Paul Slight says, because he, he's Bristol-based, I think, he said, I find the CX is all about timings. Be patient. Don't just grab the first job you see. Different strategies work in different places. Then sometimes the, strange, the same strategies that worked the day before don't work, or worked last week don't work on other days. It's been a roller coaster from the start of this year, but hopefully it will all settle down in the next month or so. Paul, and I've said to that, and I've got one going out with Luke. I've, I've recorded it, mate. It's coming out next week. Um, he's the guy who I've been on the phone to, and he did me an email of um, testimonials. When it comes out, there's a little email address at the bottom, which is my personal email address. Uh, so if anyone wants to write about their experiences on the CX, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I will read it. And as long as I don't think it's mental, like, I've been on the CX for a week, and I'm now making a million pound a day. You know what I mean? I've, I'm going to read it, and I'm going to go, yeah, okay. Uh, but if it kind of seems reasonable, I'm going to read it out. Because I think if we get a few of these out there, then anyone who's thinking of joining can read all the testimonials, find out what other people did, how it worked for them, how they started. They can make an informed decision and then join, don't join, you know. So that's going out next week, I think. Uh, right. Trucks. Russ Taplin says, oh, he's living near, he's in North Devon and thinking of becoming a truck driver. Good luck, Russ. If you decide to go for it, why not indeed? Um, Devon's not the easiest, but if you're in a truck and you're tramping, get the one job that gets you out. You could go out all week. Come home on a, on a weekend. Or you might be lucky. You might get local firms that need stuff, you know. But um, not the greatest area for lorries yourself if you want to go self-employed. Just to let you know that one. So, uh, 101 Truck Limited says, Pete or anyone else, what's the score with dogs in trucks from shippers and receivers? I've got my own truck and I want to bring, bring my puppy with me. He's a bit of my, pu my papa, he says, with me. He's a big boy, about 10 stone. Five feet tall. You'll happily sit on the bed behind the curtains. Is this something I need to mention or is this my personal business? I'm guessing if I was delivering food type, they might have issues. They might have issues. I mean, if they don't know the dog is there, then they're not going to have any issues. But the odds of them not finding out that the dog is there at some stage, you know, when the Amazon guy comes to take your keys off you after you backed onto a bay and he goes to take the keys and the dog sticks his head from behind the curtain, they're going to go, what's that? And there's, there's a good chance... Sorry, mate. No animals on site. I mean, every single site is different. 
The problem that you've got is you won't know till you get there. So you might pick something up, drive it 100 miles, get to the site, and they go, no, sorry, mate, you can't come in with a dog. So what are you going to do? You chain it outside the fence. You could be in there for two hours on a bay. Or, you, I mean, if you want my recommendation, unless you've got your own customers, you know where you're going from, where you're going to, and you know both of them are okay with the dogs, I wouldn't do it. Sorry, I know that's not what you want to hear, but I mean, other people let me know if you've got a different experience and we can pass all this one on to um, to um, your man there. What's his name? Don't his name. 101 Truck. But yeah, I'm sorry, I know it's not what you want to hear, but well, I, I wouldn't risk it personally. Uh, Tivioso Cornwall also says on the same kind of subject, Hi Pete, do you ever take family members with you for a day like your wife or daughter? No, no I don't. Um, although to be honest with the family member, it's not a problem. I know some of the foreign nationals used to travel as a team because the husband would be doing the driving and the lumping and the lady would do the translating because she spoke the better English, which, again, is doable. But on the whole, I think that the best way to run that's always worked for me is the way that kind of they expect you to run, which is man, van, kit, boots, high-vis, straps, blankets, tail, you know, that's kind of what they expect. So anything that deviates from the norm is going to cause you problems or it's going to be more likely to cause you problems than if you... I mean, you get enough problems by turning up with what they expect to see or what you're supposed to be doing. Once you start deviating from that, you're just going to make life difficult for you. So, no, I've never done it. I said to my father-in-law, I'd take him out for a day one day if he wants to, but he's kind of... Um, I'd stand at him, not me. So, uh, Godzilla's... And I'd probably do it on a Saturday, and I'd probably just drive him up to the truck stop, we'd have something to eat, and then drive back again. Uh, Godzilla says can't remember if this has been asked before cancellation on trucks van it's 20 quid depending but the 20 quid covers uh, do the same with waiting hours the trucks are 40 pound waiting so what do you charge on a cancel cancel job um vans were 20 pound on a small van i'd say cancellation fee on a bigger van like on a loot and can be dearer than that I'll, i mean my cancellation fee was more like again it, can, it tended to be half my normal fee so in a loot, and it might have been 30-ish, but you can push up to about 30, 35 maximum, I'd say, uh, depending on how far you've driven. You might have driven 200 miles to pick it up, in which case... Mm. Uh, on lorries, as a standard, it's 100 quid because it's a truck. But once again, it depends. I mean, if I've only driven one minute round the corner and I've got in and they say it's not ready, I go, oh, mate, I've only been here a minute. I just give me a drink. You know, I don't mind. If I'd driven like, an hour to pick something up, knowing that once I picked it up, I was driving back to base, I'd say to him, look, I've already done the job. I've driven all the way up to Luttleworth. It's dropping off in Dunstable. I'm not going to get another job at this time now anyway. So you can say, I want all of it. I'm ever so sorry. And they'll say yes or no. But yeah, as a standard rule of thumb, on a truck, cancellation fees around about 100 quid. Um, let me know if I'm wrong. I'm normally out. Um, on the miscellaneous now. Tajesh Patel says... Just to right now, this is the guy that got come unstuck. Just to expand on my experience, the shipper gave him the wrong day to deliver. So that's the shipper's fault. The place was closed, and the shipper refused to pay extra and expected me to re-deliver it on the correct day three days later. Now I don't know if you you got there on a Friday, you're supposed to deliver it on a Monday, or you got there on a Monday and they wanted you to deliver it on a Thursday, in which case you'd been on the van for two days. Um, and not get paid for the delivery. I went home and I said I reported to CX. Ended up suspended for a week. No, he's saying I said, no, I said wait, deliver three days later, or wait for another driver to arrive and take the goods, but not get paid for the delivery. Which is weird. Um, 
I went home and said I'd report it to the CX and ended up getting suspended for a week of contrast. Now, Tajic, I think they've been wrong on that one. I think you might have come and stuck because you went home. But the whole idea that even if you had to wait, I, that happened to me once. I drove a load of stuff from, again, I was somewhere like, I don't know, uh, Kent. I was going to London. Or I was going, I don't know, from, where was I, say... Oh, I say Bristol. Bristol to London. Got to London, and it was one of these EC1 things, and we all had to go in in order, and I, they didn't have me on the list. And when I finally worked out where I am, I'd missed my slot. I went, I go, and I went, no, it's too late now, mate. You've lost, you missed your slot. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't, it wasn't on the paperwork. So I rang the ship, and he went, yeah, this happens all the time. He said, can you bring it back? And I went, no. I said, the reason I'm here is because I've driven from Bristol to London. Now I'm round the corner from my house. And what we ended up doing is we, they ended up paying me for the job, because I'd done the job and it wasn't my fault because I didn't get in. And then they paid me the waiting time while someone, they sent another van in to take the stuff off me and he brought it back. So yeah, I think you've been very badly treated there, I've got to say. Um, but then, unfortunately, there's no rhyme or reason to this. I mean, I've got no pull with them, so I just hope that things work out for you in the future. Um, Gilterm Jort says, Gilterm Jort says, I don't care if it's January I'm charging 5p a mile more than I was in December. Fuel prices have gone up and so has everything else. My price will match it, no matter how busy it is. I'd rather do no jobs a day than do a job for the wrong price. But from April the 1st, I'm working seven days a week since it's busier. Seven days in a row, one day, six days in a row, one day in the office. I guess you could say I don't charge 5p more because I never get um, back on the road after Christmas until mid-March. I only leave the house for a few ADR jobs. Again, mate, you charge what you want to charge. You get the jobs you want to you, you get. You working out. like Everyone does it their own way. You do what makes you do you. You do what works for you. You make you make yourself happy. And in conclusion, and that's it for another week. Uh, Lud one says, <laughs> "What was this one? I did some. Oh, on the straps, on the strap video. Uh, wow, Pete. NASA called. Apparently, your high vis is reflecting on the astronauts on the International Space Station. They can't watch homes under the hammer." I'm trying to get a bit better about it now because what I've, you know you just you are your high vis you put it on all the time and then suddenly you look at it, you go this isn't high vis anymore it's black so I've got two I had two anyway so now the new system is put one in the wash or when that comes in clean put that one in the lorry and take the other one out and get it washed so I'm on a rotation now to try and keep yourself keep be polite be presentable be tidy you know that kind of thing uh, as for not getting the wash home under the hammer oh that's terrible uh, that's like daytime TV. At least it's not tipping point. Tipping point is in the deer of daytime TV. But um, I, I used to, I used to take care. Of, well, I used to go out and see my mum in Spain when she was unwell. There is a book about it. Please feel free to read my life story. Um, and I'd fly out to Spain, and we would sit and watch daytime TV together. And like the bits of it were brilliant. Did I mention tipping point? But Homes Under the Hammer, I actually used to quite like. You can guarantee. They always went in there and they said, our maximum budget, we're not going over £60,000. £60,000 is the most we're going to give for this property. And then two minutes later, they say, how much you spent? And she goes, £93,000. <laughs> you go, oh, God. And then like you say, well, they, they do the project for six months. And they go, well, we've been at it for six months and we've given up work to do it. And we've only lost £2,000. And then they would go, are you going to do it again? Oh, yeah, I think we'll have a go. We won't make the same mistakes next time. You go, God, God's sake. But I do remember once watching one. And I, and I went to get to the end. And I had to go and get the flight home. And I'm thinking, I don't need no, I didn't find out what happened in the end. So, right, that's it for another day. Like I say, I'm going to go and do this video now, which hopefully will go out on the Good Friday and the Bank Holiday Monday. And that's my week. 
on the True Exchange. And it just, what I've done is I've just filmed the week. Monday to Friday, didn't know what was going to happen. And you can actually see, I mean, all the, they've always been trips away. I'm in Edinburgh, I'm in Wales. I'm, this is just a normal week on the Hornage Exchange. It seems to be what people are interested in. So you get to see all that, and then I'll get to play my new camera, and um, that's it. So hope you're well. Take care. Take money. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.